Welcome to the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Martha. And our mission is to connect the past and the present Nikki Mom by celebrating our stories and what our babies have overcome. Whether your NICU journey was 50 years ago or whether you find yourself in the NICU today, we hope that this podcast reminds you that you are not alone. Hi, mamas, and welcome to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. It's your favorite hosts, Martha and <laughs> Ashley. We are coming to you virtually. This is one of our self-isolation editions. Um, so uh, we are here with a special guest, uh, Chasey Kramer from Kinder Music International. And we thought it would be great during this time to to give back to our community and provide some content that could be helpful and supportive to you during quarantine and isolation. Yes, I agree. As we've been talking about the types of podcast episodes that we want to create right now, we really want to be offering you guys encouragement, hope. And as we think about it, so many of you NICU moms have been in quarantine or isolation for months. This has not just been since COVID-19 happened. And so as we thought about some creative ways, Chasey reached out to us about kinder music, and we just thought this would be a really fun opportunity to offer you guys some fun tips and fun tools that you can do with your Nikki babies at home. So, Chasey, do you want to say hello to our, our listeners here? Hello, everybody. Beautiful mamas. <laughs> uh, Chasey has always been uh, – I, I found that in our local community, you're such a wonderful advocate and supporter of all parents, but also NICU moms in general. When I shared um, in our group about um, – the offer that you're doing for uh, NICU parents at home this month. So many moms wrote back, I love Chasey. She's amazing. It's great. So that, <laughs> that was really, really cool to see. Um, but I think probably the best way we could start this is by asking what is kinder music? Sure. Yeah. Let's start there as I'm like about to tear up. Just, I'm so um, passionate <laughs> about this and just what it has done for so many families. And for me, this just brings me pure joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kinder Music is an international award-winning music and movement program for young children. Um, it's designed for kiddos newborn to seven. Um, it started in the 60s in Germany to teach children about music before formal lessons. Um, but it rolled out here in 1978 and to countries all around the world. Um, and there are now over 5,000 licensed kinder music music educators. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I've been doing kinder music for 10 years. Absolutely love it and cannot picture myself doing anything else, even though I have a lot of student loans for my master's in music because I was supposed to teach at a college. (laughs) (laughs) These little kids, they just have me wrapped around their fingers. So I am not going anywhere. So Kinder Music has done over 40 years of research on childhood development um, and the benefits of these music and movement activities, I find like truly transformational. Um, Kinder Music would actually say it creates neurological magic and positively impacts all areas of development with engaging musical learning experiences during the most critical years of the brain development. Um, And I think that's what's so exciting, that it looks like we're having a ton of fun, and we are, but we are actually nurturing um, development in all different areas for these kids at all different ages. That's so incredible. And I, it's kind of self-explanatory, but can you tell us what, what called you to kinder music? What makes you so passionate about leading kids in music and movement? 
when I do, I was teaching at a college for a little bit or several colleges um, when we moved back here after I got my master's and um, when I was having kiddos myself. Um, but when this fell into my lap and I became a licensed kinder music educator, um, reaching out to these families with young children and just seeing the spark in their eye and the joy that it would bring, um, all of like the laughter that parents would have with their kids, these fun, um, moments together that are irreplaceable, right? Um, it just, it, it's so awesome to see. It's awesome to see kids develop um, socially, emotionally, cognitively. Um, there's just, there's so many great things that I get to see. Um, and that power and joy of music making helps each child, no matter what level they're at. Um, and in a positive and encouraging atmosphere, and whether that be in the classroom face-to-face -face or even online, I'm finding families still are hopping on and having fun and seeing, um, seeing the benefits. So, Chasey, I apologize if this is an obvious question, but with kinder music, are the parents really involved in the music classes with the kids? Yes. So kinder music um, wants parents to know that they are involved and are seen like from us licensed edu educators as the most important teacher in baby's life. Um, they will look to you. They turn to you. They're comfortable with you. You are their best teacher and best advocate. Um, and so when we're doing examples of activities, you're the best teacher for them um, saying, well, I think I'm just going to bounce with my little one, or maybe I'm going to help her stand and hold her under the armpits that kind of thing, or um, just offering that emotional support and encouragement, um, that enthusiasm to learning and trying new things. So absolutely, parents are involved. The kinder music educators are just kind of the guides. <laughs> That's really cool. Because as you've just been talking about just the purpose and your heart behind it, I think about how beautiful it is that mm -hmm. something like kinder music is offered because for N many NICU families, their first interactions with our babies are in a very traumatic and medical setting. Yeah. And so how awesome that there's a resource like this where your interactions are about learning together and learning about their development in such a really fun and interactive setting. I just think that's a, that's so beautiful that it's offered. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Also, yeah. I also think like what you were saying about parents being their kids, best teachers and advocates, that's something that NICU moms have to learn so early on so quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think about the fact that it can be an empowering experience when you transition out of the NICU into quote unquote, the real world, but what is that anymore? Um, yeah. To be able to be able to really take charge of your child's care and, and development to be mm -hmm. a key player in it. That's so empowering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think as we're talking about how this kind of relates to the NICU experience, you know, from, for you, from your years of doing kinder music, how can this be beneficial to NICU babies and toddlers and children in their development, whether it be social or cognitive? 
Yeah, I find that kinder music impacts all learning domains, and this can be at any stage. Um, I've had newborns in class five weeks old. Um, moms have registered before they've even had babies because they're coming back with their second kiddo, and it is amazing. And I've also got, you know, these older kiddos that are three and four who are um, maybe on the spectrum or having some difficulties and not quite talking yet or, or not sure how to socially be in the classroom with other kids. Um, so all learning domains. Are, are benefited with these activities that are designed to stimulate multiple areas of the brain at once, um, are meant to provide encouragement and stability, um, support, nurturing, um, boosting confidence, all of those things. I think physically with exercises and movements um, specifically geared to increase muscle tone, stability, flexibility, balance, and coordination, um, those things can happen you know, in early months, you are helping them um, develop those things by moving their bodies and doing some fun exercises together. Um, socially, as we watch others and do others or do as others do. Um, so even these little ones, if they're watching, even if it's through a screen, seeing another friend raising their arms up and down um, and having fun, they might be encouraged or motivated to do that themselves. Um, and I also think watching the parents or watching the caregiver um, participate is is completely necessary and integral for these kids to be learning too because they watch and they want to do the same thing. Um, I think cognitively we'll use touch to create the nerve growth factor hormone um, that's essential to neurofunction and learning learning so um, right from the get-go we are engaging the brain um, with some different movement and rhythm and vocal activities. Um, and this is priming children for success in school and in life. Um, and we just get to have so much fun doing it. Um, emotionally, we'll play and benefit from the time together. Um, and it could be with like a complicated toy that you find or even a paper bag, something so simple. But that time with you, the parent or caregiver, um, using positive reinforcement, enthusiasm, interest for all those skills just encourages the child and the learning and, and having fun together. That's so amazing. I was, I'm just th thinking back now um, uh, to when JJ was able to spend a good chunk of her first year in kinder music. And it was the first time I was a around other adults. So yes. I was, it was so exciting to see other people. And um, <laughs> some of those people, those parents that I met in kinder music now are um, fellow parents of, you know, our, our kids are at the same school. So that's, that's kind of fun too. We make those connections, yeah. but also I was amazed, uh, at how much was being echoed in kinder music that was being formed in her physical therapy and early intervention sessions. It was, it, they were totally in sync and it was, it was really cool to be able to be given different exercises and songs that I could do with, with her. And I swear to this day, the hello song, you know, la, 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 yeah. it's, I sound terrible right now. No. That is one of the only things that calms her down. I mean, awesome. we were like, in a rental car at Disney World, her screaming in the back, and every every adult in the car was going la la la, like, you know, just trying to get her. But it's it's uh it's such an incredible, long lasting uh, a thing that you're giving your child. So I really appreciated that. Um, do you have any other experiences with NICU parents or kids, uh, kids who were medically fragile or with special needs that you could share? 
Yes, absolutely. So, and what I wanted to point out quickly before I share these couple other stories, like you said, um, kinder music, that lifelong kind of things. I think that um, kinder music prides itself with the added value of providing you with the stories that you have at home or the music, or even now it's like digital home materials with fun activities you can do throughout the week. Um, so it's more than just a once a week, 45 or 30, 45 minute class. It's, it can be ongoing. It's in the car. It can be with grandma. It can be with dad, siblings, um, whomever you have access to this. And that repetition and learning is, is so important. Um, so yeah, I love that you're still doing the la la hello song. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, no. One of the other kiddos, um, Wyatt is his name, and he's kind of a a star around here. He was um, featured on TNT's site on the trampoline. Um, but I had him in kinder music for several years, and his parents um, had two of their children before that too in kinder music. So they were third time arounders and um, Wyatt was born with spina bifida and they weren't sure what that meant. Um, and so for him to come to class and be carried as he got older, I think was a little difficult, but then he found out how to move um, his whole body. So even if it was like dragging himself to the basket of scarves to grab one for his grandma and then for him um, and just the idea of that movement and giving him that confidence and support. Look at me, look what I can do now. And that encouraged him further, um, you know, and other physical therapies and other activities. Um, but that was amazing just for him to, you know, even come to me for a high five across the room was so cool. Um, I, I love that. And then there is another mom who has had twins in the NICU. Kinder Music helped them developmentally in so many ways. They were able to drop some of their therapies. We were covering all of these oh, cool. activities. They were able to socially engage and developmentally um, be nurtured through. They just had a great time in class. And so it was just her um, stating that. And it was, it's fun to see them. Now they're four and awesome. Yeah. So can I ask, because I have never been to a Kinder Music class, what is like an, a class typically look like? Um, depending on the age level, we kind of, we can group it towards, um, kiddos that are under two kiddos that are two and three, and then we have threes and fours. So depending on that, some of the activities will look a little different. Um, but basically the activities are meant to be modified to reach each kid, wherever they're, they're at, even like lap babies, crawlers, walkers, you can do, um, different modified activities, but still get the same um, great benefit out of it. Um, we would always start with the hello song because that helps them with routine. That's <laughs> we're getting started. Um, and so they just expect that. And like, then we're on with class. Um, we'll do some exercising to some music, strengthening those muscles, increasing flexibility. Um, we will do some massage to help with muscle or circulation and getting oxygen to those muscles. Um, we usually do a lap bounce because one, it's super fun. And two, it really engages those poor tummy muscles as we try not to tip over. Um, and it, uh, it stimulates the vestibular system too, which is for coordination and balance. So a lot of these kiddos that, you know, maybe came early and are, are, or slow to get that muscle tone, that kind of thing. Um, bouncing, I think, is one of the best things you can do for them, or even just rocking as well. Um, but then some music, um, dancing, singing, um, age-appropriate instrument exploration. Um, 
in classes, I would have baskets of those instruments. Um, online with the virtual classes, I will give you suggestions of things to use, whether it's like a metal coffee travel mug with a spoon and you can get that ringy, tingy metal sound um, or a homemade maraca with your leftover Easter eggs, rice and two plastic spoons. You can tape it around and make fun maracas that way. Um, things like oh, that. cute. Yeah, yeah. So then usually a dance and then the goodbye song and lots of fun. Does a family do like parents have to be musical to feel like they're qualified for kinder music? <laughs> <laughs> Good question, but absolutely not. Whenever we start a new session, I tell parents that they should be singing along um, because children love the sound of your voice, no matter how you think it sounds. Mm. And kinder music is an absolutely judgmental free zone. Um, you can show <laughs> up with ponytail and in PJs or sweatpants and it's fine. Um, I think, I, and I hope that that comes across in in classes face-to-face as well as online, just to be present with your children or get act, um, ideas for these activities. Um, and for parents, you do not have to be musical. You just have to be willing to participate and have fun and be engaged with your child. Um, some benefits for parents, like learning to relax for two minutes while we play a song. Those class-to-class or face-to-face classes where I have you know, 10 toddlers that are, we just did a crazy circle dance. Um, and I say, it's time to relax, um, to see all 10 of them hit the floor by their grown up and just be willing to take some deep breaths and be quiet and calm themselves, you know, and it might take a few weeks, but really they all do it. I'm not even making that up. It's pretty amazing. Mm. Um, but learning how to do that through music or with music, um, learning how to play and bond in different ways, getting some activity suggestions you can do throughout the week. Um, and just learning how music can make parenting easier. Like with the La La song when JJ was upset. <laughs> <Things like that. laughs> to know that music has that power and can turn any challenging situation around. I, I really appreciated too, as a parent, um, having the added structure and routine. I mean, I was home with JJ and of course that is, um, I, I'm very privileged that I was able to stay home with her. Uh, but it was, it was very difficult for my mental health. Yes. Um, you know, so many, uh, NICU parents struggle with PTSD and we talk about it a lot on the, on the podcast about, how prevalent um, perinatal mood and anxiety disorders are, um, not just among NICU moms, but all moms. Mm-hmm. So that socialization piece, having a routine, being able to see other people, having engagement with your with your child that you don't feel like you have to make up some crazy mm-hmm. activity, you know, um, being celebrated as a, yes. a parent and child unit, I think yes. was really powerful to me. And some days, oh, good. you know, Mondays at 10 15 that's all I I had you know I was just holding on for Mondays at 10 15 sometimes you know because I knew we have somewhere to be uh you know this will get JJ really uh activated but also tired so she'll sleep later you know there were a lot of benefits for it so I I really think it's completely holistic for the families who are involved in it so Thank you, Chase. I, I don't yeah. think I've said oh thank gosh. you before. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, you're so welcome. It's totally my pleasure. And I do think it's really important for, I would say, I, w- I would go out on the limb and say moms, especially. Um, I love having dads and grandparents and other caretakers in class. Don't get me wrong. But I think it is, um, whether it's difficult that they are staying at home or 
um, trying to find in time for this activity for this third child while they're running around with numbers one and two um, to other activities, things like that. But to celebrate, you know, the parent, to celebrate mom when she comes in and says, oh my gosh, it's been a morning. And we can just embrace that and say, you know, we've been there going to be okay take some deep breaths you know get your mind out of there enjoy this class you know that kind of thing I think that can be really um, supportive but also you know you can listen to each other or make really good friends when we have that social time at the beginning of of classes too we're at the end and a lot of people um, have met life lifelong friends and classes and that's really fun to see they've had zoo dates um during the summer when there wasn't kinder music like a whole class would kind of still get Cute. together oh and yeah it's just so the parents can get together too and I loved that yeah that's awesome that's really cool so I mean speaking of times when we could go outdoors and now that we are <laughs> indoors I'm yes. wondering you as a mom and as a kinder music teacher and as a you know an advocate for parents how are you seeing this quarantine affecting, you know, the families that you work with? Yeah, speaking to them, if I have time at the beginning of these virtual classes, um, just, you know, checking in with them, asking how they're doing, um, being empathetic or sympathizing with them. Um, this is just really challenging. And I think, you know, for kids, this is really hard and can be fearful. They don't know how to how to say that. Um, even young kids who have started some activities and can't go anymore or would have play dates and they can't go anymore. Um, I think moving to virtual classes has brought these families um, just that social that social interaction. They're loving that time, just seeing other people's faces. The kids are are enjoying seeing other kids. You know, they'll be right up at the screen and seeing their friends from class or just other kids, even if they're from a different class. Um, I think that's been really good for everybody um, and to do the same things together. Um, it's different at home than on the screen, but it's still very beneficial um, or it's different than class is what I meant to say. And being at home and being on the screen, of course, we don't want our kids to have, you know, screen time all day, every day. But um, these activities, they are meant, the, the kiddos can be running around and then maybe they'll come back and join us. Parents can still get great ideas for things to try um, when maybe their child is less distracted. Um, there's just, there's lots of options to it and it still is very beneficial. I also think, you know, just, just hearing you describe what it's like, I imagine it's helpful for parents who are looking for activities to do with their kids that's not playing them frozen for the 80th time. I mean, I'm also doing yeah. that too, but yes, yeah. it, it, uh, that range of child, you know, birth to seven years is really, um, uh, they require a huge level of engagement and parents mm -hmm. are now in this crazy role where they have to be, you know, they have to work full time probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they were in charge of childcare and also teaching their children, you know, of course, educators are putting yeah. out great content, but still they're responsible for the social emotional part of it, which is sometimes the hardest part. Um, yeah. so I think it must be great to have something that's structured and laid out where you as a parent don't have to plan something. You don't have to stay up till midnight on Pinterest, right. like crafting that right. or something. <laughs> and also, yeah. I mean, parent, sometimes kids, and I felt this way in class too. Um, sometimes my kiddo, she pays attention to other adults when she doesn't pay attention to me. I don't know if that sure. makes sense, but she's, yep. she, it's something new and different. And so she engages yeah. differently. So I could see that being super helpful too. 
Um, yes. And whether these little ones, because they're seeing a new face on the screen, talking to them or saying their name, they might not, you know, actively participate for 20 minutes, but they're still going to catch on to all of that. They're still soaking all of that up. And that's, again, that added value of kinder music that you have the music, you have access to the story and the music. Um, so even if it's an hour later and you want to play that song that we had so much fun bouncing to, but your little one was just busy staring at the screen um, or off finding a toy, you're you're able to do that. And I think that's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need another three minute activity until you yeah. know, <laughs> the Uncrustable has defawed. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I, we kind of thought it'd be great and uh, you are so wonderful for, for making yourself willing and able to do this, but is there a small exercise or activity or song that any of our listeners could take away with them today that they could practice with their kiddos? Absolutely. The first one that came to mind when you asked for an activity was the mulberry bush. Um, People forget about this classic song sometimes, even when they have kiddos who are listening to, you know, all those mother goose things. Um, But the mulberry bush song and tune is perfect for so many things, Um, perfect for different movements, raising your arms up and down. And you can sing, this is the way we go up and down, up and down, up and down. This is the way we go up and down so early in the morning. Um, Bouncing, doing some twists, some exercises. Also, um, that cross-lateral movement I think is really important. We do that in every class, or I try to, where um, meaning the right hand will cross the body and touch the left foot. And then the left hand will cross the body um, to the right foot. That cross-lateral movement engages the entire brain, um, connects both hemispheres. That's crucial for reading. Um, So something as simple as holding your little one's hand and crossing the body to touch those toes and singing the mulberry bush. This is the way we touch our toes, touch our toes, touch our toes. Um, It's great. You can also change that song. Um, I tell people, keep it handy, keep it in your little vault, especially like if car time isn't going well. Um, There was one time the kid out in the hallway did not want to put his shoes on and he was literally flailing. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This is the way we put on our shoes, put on our shoes when it's time to go. Right. And he was like, oh. Like you just kind of snapped out of it. <laughs> right. It was like the music, right? Um, yes. And I think that is how like changing a diaper or drying off from the bath. When things are challenging, um, popping into song or music can be distracting and fun. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's fun. <laughs> the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's such a good way to pivot. I feel, I feel that a lot right now with my daughter where she's at developing right now. Um, you that sometimes when you're kind of spiraling out of control because there's big feelings and emotions yes, and yeah. things are tough, just like pivoting quickly to something, having, like you said, having it in your back pocket is so yes. helpful. Yeah. Um, that, so that's, that is all so fantastic. Um, before we go though, I, and close this out, I wanted to ask uh, about your virtual programming that you have right now. I know you transition from in classes to virtual, but you, right now you're coming up with some things specifically for our NICU community. And could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, yep, I've done all my classes. I have moved to virtual online classes for now. Um, and for the foreseeable future, I will not return um, to my studio until I know that everybody will be absolutely safe. And 
none of us knows how long that will be. Um, so I've been teaching about 15 classes a week, um, mornings and evenings for those people who still are working. Um, a lot of them did continue. We kind of finished that March session. We got that finished um, in transition from face-to-face -face classes to virtual classes. Um, but then I added April, like a whole unit and um, almost all continued and that was great. Um, the special classes for the NICU, I kind of allotted some different times. I wasn't sure what worked, but based on some of the ages of the younger ones, um, 10, 15 seemed to be a really good time. Um, so I'm hoping Friday at 10.15 can be a specific class just for NICU mamas and kids. Um, and I would love to do one this Friday for y'all or whoever wants to join um, on Zoom for a free free preview NICU class. Um, I think it would be oh, super so fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, that would be so cool. I mean, I would love to see you all and just for everybody to kind of check it out and See if it's a fit and see if you know it's something you would want to keep doing um and the unlimited monthly that's been great for my kinder music families currently um there are some families that i see three or four times a week um they are not paying more for classes they're just paying for like a subscription that monthly um monthly price doesn't change um, you are welcome to come to as many classes as you would like. So that would apply to to NICU mamas as well. If it's something you wanted to continue, there could be a couple specific classes for NICU mamas, but you're still welcome to join in any of the other times um, yeah. for those, those I, classes I love too. That. I love the idea that it could be um, something that you touch, you could do it multiple times a week and it can become part of your routine during this time where nobody yeah. has any routine. You know, it could be this really special thing for them. Right. For all of you moms and, um, you know, parents of NICU babies, just if, if there's a time to meet or just be on the screen together, that that's really cool. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. And I love that, you know, for the moms that have been in quarantine since October, um, I love that this could be something that would switch it up for them. You know, something that would be different than maybe what they've been doing this winter and just something bright to look forward to. Right. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. And just again, that free class for NICU moms is this Friday, April 17th, 1015 uh, Central Time, correct? Yes. Yep. Perfect. Because yes. we do have some awesome listeners who are, who come to us from all over the world, which is pretty, which is incredible to us. But yeah. I think that's kind of the fun thing about this too, is that you might be able to connect with families who are in different parts of the country, which would be awesome. Absolutely. Yes. I had a family that moved to Bismarck last year. They've got two girls. Well, now they have three. They just had a baby um, and they moved to Bismarck and she's like, oh my gosh, we want kinder music and we can do that again. So she jumped on right away. <laughs> um, and then another friend of mine who's in um, South Dakota, she's in another time zone, but she's like, we get to do kinder music with you. And um, so that is an <laughs> added benefit to these virtual classes. It's, it's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for this opportunity just to share and and um, offer this experience. I think I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, we're so grateful for the time that you've dedicated to us. And then also just to the families in our community. It's 
it's mm-hmm. um you know music and movement might seem like a very basic part of life but it also mm-hmm. is very very powerful so we're so grateful for all the work you're doing with for us well thank you so so much i appreciate it i love it well thank you mamas for tuning in we hope that no matter where you are or what your isolation looks like that you're feeling wrapped in love and we hope that this podcast um, just encourages you today and hopefully gives you something to look forward to in these challenging times we um we commend your strength we think that you're amazing And thank you so much, Tracy, for being on here and just sharing with us about Kinder Music. We will link all about how to find Tracy and her resources and the Kinder Music class coming this Friday. And uh, we're so grateful that you tuned in and we will talk to you guys next time. Have a good week. If you love this podcast and would like to hear more amazing stories, please consider becoming a member of the Dear NICU Mama Patreon page. In addition to special merchandise and early access to content, Patreon members support the mission, programs, and services of Dear NICU Mama. You can find the link on the description of this episode. As always, if you'd like to hear more from Dear NICU Mama, click subscribe. Welcome to the sisterhood.